Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start balancing your hormones naturally. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your journey to better understanding your hormonal health and how it affects your everyday life. Welcome back to another episode. We have a super special guest today that wanted to hop in and say hello. Can you say hi? Hi. So Landon's here for this podcast episode. So if you hear somebody talking about trucks or popping in to say hi, that is him. This week has been so busy. So my brother is getting married. Um, this weekend and so we've just been in you know full wedding prep and um you know decorating decorating the hall okay you gotta be really quiet okay decorating the hall and and bachelorette party and all of the things so anyways um i don't even remember so my typical day for recording podcasts is on Wednesday. Oh, we had a doctor's appointment for baby Killian and then, or me, I guess it's both, a doctor's appointment for both of us. And then um, we had to decorate the hall and we didn't get back till late. So unfortunately we are recording this last minute, but it's okay. Everything's still going to be amazing. Um, doctor's appointment went awesome if you haven't listened to my pregnancy podcast i have basically a holistic OBGYN, and he's incredible and it's just a the clinic in him so like you see him every single time and he talks to you about like supplements or whatever like he even has a plan to like you know help support you know your gut microbiome because you pass that on to the baby so it'll help with baby's allergies and I just really have enjoyed working with him I obviously haven't delivered with him so you know we'll see how that process goes but so far like prenatal care has been incredible um I have he does cranial sacral therapy and then he also has another occupational therapist who does cranial sacral therapy she actually can come to your house which is really nice Um, and so we had her in this week as well to just help with like, um, SI joint sacrum, like alignment, um, which, um, helped really, it helps so much with, um, pubic bone pain, but, um, also like making sure everything's aligned will also help with not having a cervical lip, which I had with Landon. So we're working on that this time so what I wanted to talk about today is just kind of what should you expect from your period like what are your goals and maybe um some basic things you can start doing um in the future I do want to do an episode on like a beginner's guide to supplementing um because I think that so many people just like randomly supplement 
they're like, oh, I have high estrogen. I'm going to like take this or whatever. And it may not be the best fit for you. So I just kind of want to do a beginner's guide. Like if you're not working with a practitioner, like how do I do some good without doing harm? Because I think some people when they're supplementing do more harm than they do good. Um, so I thought we'd do an episode on that. Let me know if that's something you'd be interested in. But today we're going to talk about like, what is a good period? What does a good period look like? Um, should, you know, just the basics basically. So your period should be every 26 to 36 ish days. So that means like you start counting your period, your cycle from day one. So day one of your bleed is day one. And then let's say your next period starts on day 34. That means you have a 33 day cycle. Does that make sense? Um, if you're spotting before your period, you don't call that day one. Day one is literally like bleed. I need a pad. I need a tampon. I need period underwear. Um, I need a menstrual cup, whatever you use. Um, so it's, I think it's important to kind of just think about that. So if your cycles are longer or shorter than that, you, you go into the range of what we call irregular cycles. And why is this is typically due to like irregular ovulations so if you have really short cycles like they're like every 20 days it's very likely that you are not ovulating or you have a really short luteal phase so that's from ovulation to your period so if you're over here going i don't know how to track my cycle or how to track ovulation go back to one of the very first episodes of the podcast it's like i think it's like episode two or three or something like that, but it's how to track your cycle. So I would start there. Um, if your cycles are really, really long, you're basically dealing with, again, irregular ovulation. Your follicular phase is too long. You, you aren't you aren't ovulating. So there's so many things that could be going on there. Like, is it brain ovarian connection, um, you know, because you're coming off of birth control, or maybe your estrogen's not getting up high enough, or maybe there's something wrong with your follicle stimulating hormone, or, you know, so there's so many things that could go there. But the first step is to start tracking um, and, and start really understanding your cycle, right? So that's the first thing you want to know, like how long should cycles be? And then you want them to be consistent for you. So like, let's say you have a 25 day cycle and then you have like a 30 day cycle and then you have a 26 day cycle and then you have like a 37 day cycle. Even though that's all kind of within the realm of normal, that is way too much fluctuation per cycle. You really don't want to be fluctuating more than like three to four days per cycle. Like, yes, you're not always going to ovulate exactly on the same day. Some people do, but like, you don't want to have like three or four more days of fluctuation in your cycle. So like maybe you have a 30-day cycle and a 34-day cycle. That's fine. That's totally fine. No 30-day cycle and then 25-day cycle and 30-day cycle and 37-day cycle. Like, you know, we're not looking for that big of a fluctuation. So that's important to note. Um, you also want to be taking note of like where you're ovulating. Like are some cycles you're ovulating on day 10 and then other cycles you're ovulating on day 17, you know? Those are all things, you know, you want to pay attention to because your ovulation is what is really, when you ovulate is really determining the length Pass of your cycle. Because the what determines the length of your cycle is pre-ovulation, right? Because... Um, 
for some people that's five days for some people that's 10 days for some people that's 12 days it really depends but after you ovulate you really truly are looking for about a 12-day luteal phase so that means after that temp spike you want 12 days before the first day of that bleed that gives you such a strong corpus luteum lots of progesterone okay most people's or if you have a regular good cycle most people's are between 12 and 14 days okay once it starts getting under 12 days it starts getting a little iffy with that progesterone okay and you literally can't go longer than 17 days it's 17 days like your period should be there or you're pregnant okay so when people are like my period is late your period's not late ovulation would be have been delayed due to stress lack of minerals um irregular ovulation like whatever insulin resistance mm -hmm. and then that therefore is going to push out your period does that make sense periods need to be preceded by ovulations so like if you are um you know you're waiting for your period and you're like dang my period's 10 days late it's like your period's not 10 days late you always want to go look at what your um ovulation was looking like so i hope that makes sense because um some people will have withdrawal bleeds without ovulating that happens a lot of times if you're like, dang, I'm bleeding like every 20 days, right? So that's why I think your first step needs to go back and listen to that episode on how to track your cycle, learn how to track your cycle, start there, um, and then come back here and be like, okay, what's normal? What am I looking for? Like, what is my cycle looking like, okay? And then in terms of bleeding, you, you don't want to be bleeding. Um, you want to be bleeding within like three to seven days. So less than three days you probably aren't ovulating more than seven days that's a really a lot of blood <laughs> you guys that's a lot of bleeding you shouldn't be bleeding more than seven days um so your your blood should be that cherry red or deep wine red color right um brown blood you know can be a sign of a tipped uterus it can be a sign of low progesterone light pink blood you're looking at potentially light pink purpley blood you're looking at low estrogen um black blood <laughs> really talk to your provider please things like that itch you shouldn't be having a ton of clots you know if you have a ton of clots or a ton of blood we're looking at potentially low low progesterone estrogen dominance and when i mean like a lot of blood like you should be losing about 25 milliliters to 50 milliliters per period um, once you pass like over 80 that's a pretty heavy period under 25 milliliters is too light of a period and you're like i don't know what that is yeah so a normal tampon or pad holds about five milliliters overnight holds about 10 milliliters so i hope you can kind of do the math there and figure that out um so that's a little bit about like the blood aspect and the cycle lengths and all of that and then some other things to just kind of take note of is like you should just bleed there shouldn't be bloating there shouldn't be pms you shouldn't want to kill people before your period you shouldn't have a ton of anxiety and mood swings you shouldn't be super bloated you shouldn't want to like eat the entire house apart you shouldn't have really painful cramps you shouldn't be puking you shouldn't be any of those things no matter how common they are they are not normal okay there are red flags to your body saying hey something is up and then it's your job to listen 
we're always like, I wish my body would just talk to me and tell me what's wrong. Your body is talking to you and telling you what's wrong. You need to listen. We need to slow down and listen. Yes, you may be a little bit more tired on your period. That's okay. You're literally shedding a uterine lining. But like it shouldn't be that exhaustive fatigue like you can't carry on. You get migraines and you can't carry on. That's not good, right? You may just be, you know, a little bit lower energy. Maybe you don't want to socialize with a ton of people. That's totally normal. That's totally okay, right? You have to remember you're you're shedding uterine lining. You're losing a lot of blood. You're losing vitamins, minerals, all that stuff. So honor where your body's at. Slow down a little bit, right? But like if you get really, really, really bitchy, I know I used that word, but like you know what I mean, or you just feel like give me chocolate now or like i will i will strangle you why is this podcast so violent but you guys know what i'm talking about you know the feeling it's not like i need that or i want that it's like i need that you know how i love a good old tart cherry juice to help you sleep or a topical magnesium gel if you're having some trouble getting in your magnesium and i have sent you to a thousand different brands to try and get all of these different products but i'm very excited to share with you rocasa organics which i'm so excited to partner with because they have such an incredible ingredient policy as well as their products are awesome literally that's all i got to say so again a friend introduced me to these products and i'm like okay i'll try them out um loved their ingredient policy and so i started trying out different things literally went out and bought spent my own money you guys i'm gonna try these things out for sure before i recommend them and the things that just ugh, spoke to me the tart cherry juice has chamomile extract and valerian root you guys it was the tipping point for helping me sleep so much better while i'm pregnant i even give a teaspoon of it to landon and he's sleeping so much better so we all know the troubles we've had with landon sleeping we use their elderberry juice we use their magnesium gel they have a muscle and joint cream which when i popped my rib out if you're following me on social media that was oh it was so helpful so they have a tiger saw which is using the plant-based bakuchiol to help with strex marks you can use this while you are pregnant they have cleaning supplies and i have just been sending so many clients to them because they have such an amazing ingredient policy they have great prices and you don't have to go to five different companies to get five different products i can get all five of my products at one company which i'm very thankful for so those are a few of my favorite products um i swear by that tart cherry juice you guys and i reached out to them to get a discount code for you and it's a super easy to remember discount code it's l-e-a-h my name super easy so definitely go try them out they are giving you 20 percent off your first order you will not regret it literally if the only thing you get is the tart cherry juice you will love me forever um but they do have amazing cleaning supplies and like i said i love their body butters and there are hair spreads for postpartum hair growth literally there's there's so many options and like i said their ingredient policy is it's really really good so i'm very excited to partner with them or just overwhelming like rage where you're like i don't know what's wrong with me i can't even control this um we're talking about hormonal issues here right 
you know, a ton of bloating, you're breaking out, you're getting acne, like all of these are red flags to your body. Okay. So pay attention to that. You may get like a slight warming sensation or maybe a little uncomfortableness as your uterus is contracting. Um, but it shouldn't be like those cramps where you're like, Oh, I need to go take some Advil or I, this is like really affecting my, you know, my peace of mind for the day. Okay. We shouldn't be having those. You should just, you should just bleed you guys. Same thing goes with um, ovulation. You know, you may get a little bit of spotting on the day of ovulation. That's okay. That's um, from your follicle releasing the egg. And you may feel it a little bit, but it shouldn't be debilitating cramps. You know, it shouldn't be like, whoa, my ovulation is worse than my period. You get these really bad cramps, really cranky. You break out really bad around your um, your ovulation or even you get... Um, really bad bloating. That's another one. That's telling you there's a lot of things going on around that ovulation. Like maybe you have an ovarian cyst. Maybe your estrogen's too high. Maybe your testosterone's too high. Maybe you're having issues with those detox pathways. So I want you to just kind of like write down these red flags. And then the last thing is spotting before your period. You really don't want to have spotting before your period, you guys. Like um, your, your progesterone is like your grocery bag holding everything in, right? And so if you're spotting, you're like leaking groceries before you actually get to the house. That means progesterone's not strong enough, okay? So if you're like, yeah, I spot for a few days before my period, not great, not great. Common, but not great, right? Um, if you're spotting a ton after your period, this could actually be a tipped uterus, actually. This could be a because it's affecting how your uterus is contracting and expelling everything. So I want you to like go back and listen to the episode on tracking your cycle if you didn't. And then I want you to like go through and just kind of like look at your cycle because it's your fifth vital sign, right? And I want you to be like, yes, okay, I have a bleed within three to seven days. This is the color of my blood. Um, and then write down your symptoms pre-period and just see like how many like check marks and how many X's you have. And then you're like, okay, you know, this is where I can improve. This is where I'm killing it. And then maybe we'll go into more episodes, like specifically, like how you can support like the different phases. If you'd like that, please um, let me know. Please like shoot me a message on Instagram. I really like hearing from you guys when you listen to the podcast. It's one of my favorite things when you're like, hey, I found you from the podcast. I just truly tell you I love you. I, I actually literally say that. Um, and if this podcast is helpful for you, the best thing that you can do is share it with a friend. Like this podcast is free, right? And the best way to support it is to share it with a friend. So share it to your social, share it to someone who you think would benefit from it. And that means the world to me. So with that, we bid you goodbye. And Landon wants to say goodbye. Can you say bye? You have to use your words. They can't hear, see you waving. Can you say bye? Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast so we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B-R-U-E-G, and I would absolutely love to hear from you.